Marc-Andre Fleury was brilliant yet again, and the Minnesota Wild shut out the Seattle Kraken one to nothing. We break it down on tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. You are Locked on Wild postcast, part of Locked on Sports Minnesota, your team every day. Minnesota Wilds pick up a 1-0 win over the Seattle Kraken and improve now to 7-6-1 on the season. Seth Topol joined by Kevin Gorg. Uh-oh. And uh, I think we got Kevin back. Uh, Seth Topol joined by Kevin Gorg to uh, break things down here tonight. Kevin, let's, let's just hop right into it. Marc-Andre Fleury, another team that he adds to his belt that he's shut out in his career. He was brilliant tonight. Yeah, you can just tell he's beaming with confidence. When you see goalies take that extra step outside the blue paint, when they know that shot is coming, they're feeling it. And I remember watching Marc-Andre Fleury the first couple games of the season and how far back he was in the net, Seth. Um, He was fighting the puck, and he admitted it. He just didn't get a lot of work during the preseason. Well, he's getting the work now, and he's playing so confidently, and I think the team is feeding off his great play for sure. Uh, it felt like a vintage defensive performance for the Wild, too, tonight. They were hounding the Kraken every time they had the puck. Uh, lost track of the amount of times that the Wild stopped some uh, breakaways or odd man rush looks. Uh, and I, I, I don't think it's crazy to say that was hands down the best defensive performance of the season, too. Yeah, Seattle was playing great coming in. Five straight wins, scoring a bunch of goals against good teams, coming off a, a butt whooping over Nashville a couple nights ago. But I love the active sticks. You brought it up, the, the team defense. They, when the Wild are on, there's a tell, and it's the puck support on the wall. And I thought between the wingers uh, and the defensemen, defensively, they were terrific tonight. And as a group, I, I just thought, without a doubt, the com- competitive nature they had with, tonight to their game uh, was by far their best all season. Penalty kill continues to hum right along, and not only are they successfully killing penalties, Seattle had multiple power plays tonight where they didn't even get a shot off. And for a penalty kill that last year wasn't particularly good, this unit has found something here uh, this season. Yeah, no shots on goal. Four for four at critical moments of the game, and, and you made the point. They're, it looks different this year, and it was a big-time point of emphasis. Dean Evison and the coaching staff talked about it. Uh, into the offseason and, it, you know, you watch training camp and the preseason and you could see the, the wheels turning and, and players were adjusting and now they found their rhythm and because there's an art to it. There's got to be good communication. And, and I think you can't do it unless you have a mobile uh, skilled team that can skate. And that's the one thing the Minnesota Wild certainly have. And it's, I think, playing into their strengths. And I heard the interview with Dave Haxtall in game tonight, and I thought he made a really good point. The Seattle coach talked about how they could not win a faceoff in the offensive zone to start a power play. And that is something that gets in your head and it gives your penalty kill a little wind beneath their sails, so to speak, when you get that initial clear and the wild were terrific at that. So hats off to the centers. I want to go through because we saw some really good things despite just the one goal for pretty much every line that was out there on the ice. But let's start with Marcus Foligno. His return to the ice tonight and uh, just felt like he gave the team a lift, not only with what he was able to do uh, out on the ice, but also just in what he brings in size and leadership as well. He's a physical presence for sure. You saw that on the ice, but I can tell you from being around this team, uh, you know, that his presence is felt off the ice just as much. He's an emotional leader. 
he's a guy that that really pulls this team along, and they're better when Marcus Foligno is in that roster and on the bench and in the locker room and all the stuff that goes with it. And I I could sense the frustration hearing some of the conversations he's had uh, these last uh, you know couple of weeks trying to get back out there. Had a setback and knew he couldn't help the team. Tonight he looked healthy. He looked like he had a little jump in his step. He was banging bodies. And what a difference that makes for this club. It seems like Marco Rossi's found a home with Connor Dewar and Mason Shaw on his line. That line, turnover after turnover, they generated tonight. And, you know, we're seeing Marco Rossi shoot the puck more. It just, it seems like he is feeling way more comfortable. And I think it's because those guys are playing with him as well. Well, he's got some comfortability with them both on and off the ice because of the season he spent in Des Moines last year with the Iowa Wild. But I thought that was our best line. If you look at the Wild and, and how they played tonight and the the chances they generated, those three guys, every time they were on the ice, it seemed like something good happened for the Minnesota Wild. You saw Mason Shaw get that breakaway. You, you mentioned Marco Rossi and that quick shot that he got up in the third period from the slot. And I just think Connor Dewar has played so, so well. is isn't talked about a lot, Seth. But the little details to his game, he's been great on penalty kill. He's one of the guys that was a part of that four-for-four four kill again tonight. This kid has taken a giant step, and I think a lot of people underestimated the impact that, that a guy like he, he can have on this, uh, on this roster. So it's fun to watch, but I do think, to your point, um, you know, players like Dewar and Shaw are a lot easier to play with for Marco Rossi because of his youth. And I think he's a little more aggressive shooting the puck when he's got guys with him that aren't named Boldy or Kaprizov. It's going to be interesting to see what this team does when Jordan Greenway is ready to return. Suffered a setback uh, before the Kraken game, so he didn't end up playing. We saw a fourth line of Sam Steele, Adam Beckman, and Joseph Cramarosa. And those guys did the exact same thing that the Rossi line did. They just generated turnovers, had some good chances. So there's going to be a tough choice to be made as to who comes out uh, once Greenway is ready to pop back in. Yeah, and just from reading the tea leaves and, and listening to Dean Evison earlier today, it doesn't sound like it's overly serious. They're taking the high road, trying to do right by the player, give him a little more time. It is early November, so I, I think at that point, you definitely want to make sure, like Felino, when he comes back, that he can feel like he's close to 100%. But back to what you said, I mean, these guys that keep getting called up, keep making an impression. I mean, Beckman had speed to his game. Cramarosa's had some jam and speed. And so, yeah, they, that's what you want, though. You want competition. I don't care what level of hockey you're, you're at. If you're a coaching staff, that competition breeds the best play for your team. And if guys are looking over their shoulder, they're going to play a little more desperate. And if they play a little more desperate, I think it's going to be exactly what Dean Emerson and his coaches want. Minnesota Wild with a one nothing win over the Seattle Kraken tonight. Their next game is against the San Jose Sharks. We'll talk about that as we continue tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. But first, a word from our sponsors. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football and basketball to soccer and esports, They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at betonline.net, where the game starts. 
Minnesota Wild pick up a win, one nothing over the Seattle Kraken, and now the San Jose Sharks up next at XL Energy Center. Seth Topol joined by Kevin Gorg. And Kevin, it's been a great start for the Wild on the road. Not so much at home. What do the Wild need to do to try to flip their fortunes uh, at home starting on Sunday against the Sharks? If I was Dean Evison and this coaching staff, I would show them clips from the Seattle game before they went on the road and from the game tonight. And the, the cute plays, the overdoing the dipsy-doos, uh, that stuff isn't working at home. And I know they want to entertain the fans, and I know they want to make plays, but this team is at their best when they play like they did tonight, when they play with some, some grit to their game, when they have aggressive sticks, when they dump the puck in and go to work down low. This is a team that gets offense off the cycle. Yes, they have skill. Yes, they have speed. And they can play in transition. But it's all predicated by their play without the puck defensively. When they're playing like they are right now, good, smart hockey without the puck, then they'll have success at home. They've got to get back to the basics. And I think these two games, the game before they left where they got buried 4 nothing, and then tonight when they beat this exact same team, one nothing. Those two contrasting styles will help them get back to who they need to be at home. They'll keep power play looks. You can make plays when, it, when it's five on four, but I, I thought in a lot of these home games, they've tried to do a little too much and gotten away from who they are and their identity, as Dean Everson always talks about. Tonight, I thought what we saw on this road trip, basically in all three games, this is who the Minnesota Wild are. And, and I think if they can get back and remember that, I think they'll be just fine on Sunday. They're a much better team than the Sharks. And, you know, I, I get it. Eric Carlson, EK65 on that blue line is a weapon. It's going to be a challenge, especially if the Sharks get four or five power plays. But bottom line is five on five, the Wild are a better team. They've got both goalies going guns a-blazing right now. And so I know it's first game back, and you always worry about that after a longer road trip. But I think Minnesota will come out ready to go. Yeah, and you talk about the Sharks, and they just beat the Dallas Stars, who were the top team in the Central Division uh, before that game. But it just stems from just starting the game off right and playing hard. And regardless of who the opponent is, you give yourself a great chance to win if you just don't try to do too much. You're right. And, you know, the, the Wild, when they were having those hot streaks at home, were getting the crowd into the game. We're winning the first 10 minutes. It's felt like this year, a lot of these home games, especially to start the season, they've been chasing. I look at those first couple of losses. I look at the Seattle game last week. You don't want to be chasing at home. You're okay 0-0 for a while, but you want to get the crowd into the game. You want to get a lead. You want to put pressure on the opposition. They've been a dominant team at home these last couple of years. You don't get 113 points in this league without being a, an impressive team on home ice. They can get back to that. I think, you know, you've seen this team slowly but surely kind of evolve into who they really are. Those first three games, we were all looking around like, what the hell is this? I mean, not only 0-3, Seth, but the amount of goals they were giving up, down 3 nothing, down 4 nothing. We're not used to seeing that in St. Paul. This is a team that's methodically worked themselves to a lead, got the crowd into the game, made smart plays, and, and really just been a team that's 75% or better at home, and that's who they've been. So if they can get back to that, I love the way they're playing on the road. And I'll say it again. I'm, every time we talk, I'll probably bring it up. If the goaltending is going to be anywhere close to what we've seen here in the last couple of weeks, I don't care about the rest. It'll take care of itself. This will be a playoff team. That first week of the season, we, all, we were all scratching our heads saying, oh, my God. Uh, well, this looks like more of who they are, who we thought they were going to be. And, and Gustafson and Fleury right now give me a ton of confidence this team's headed in the right direction. 
A successful road trip as the Wild wrap it up with a one nothing win over Seattle. And uh, you can hear plenty more about that by taking a look at Locked on Wild. Make sure you follow wherever you listen to your podcasts and make sure to tune in for yet another Locked on Wild postcast. After the game on Sunday, we will keep you up to date with all things Minnesota Wild at Locked on Wild, so make sure you follow along. We're bringing you new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.